chapter 3 this evening. It's good to be back home. It's a good, good time in the Philippines. We'll tell you more about it, Lord willing, uh, this Sunday. But um, just a great time there. Um, someone asked me tonight if I learned any Tagalog. And uh, I won't attempt it. I was, I was going to attempt it. I'm still jet lag, so I might say something else. But I, I, I might uh, practice for Sunday. I might surprise you all. But I did, I did, I did um, preach on Sunday to the, the church there in Mount Calvary and General Santos. And my, the title of my message was Tagalog. So I've been proving. Okay, so uh, Genesis chapter 3. Uh, sorry, first, uh, Second Thessalonians chapter 3. And um, I want to give you something. I just uh, was thinking today, had another message planned and wanted to go through First Thessalonians, but um, you know, I was uh, speaking to one of our missionaries today, Brother Patillo, and just was reminded that how much we ought to pray uh, for our missionaries. And I just want to give you some practical things about praying for missionaries. But really, we think about this, praying for those who are in ministry. You know, one of the things I, I uh, really just was impressed about uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks is when, uh, when you ask a missionary or you ask someone in the ministry what they need, you know, often what they'll say, uh, they won't give you really a dollar amount, although they probably need that. They won't, they won't really ask for anything practical. Um, if you press them, they might tell you. But you know what they'll often ask for? They'll just ask if you would just pray for them. And we, we were in different places uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks, some, some large churches, large work, some not so, not so large. But uh, in, in all, every, every one of those pastors that I met and those missionaries that I met, really all they would desire is that we would pray for them. And I think it'd be amiss for us to, to not have a, a knowledge of that, not have a desire for that. Um, I think it'd be, it'd be unwise for us to, to listen through with the, the mission's prayer points. By the way, they're called prayer points because we ought to be praying for them. But um, be listening through and, and be, be listening at the, about the, the prayer needs of our, our missionaries and not actually taking it in and not, not actually praying. And I was reminded again as I spoke to, uh, to different, different uh, people in ministry, missionaries, pastors, that there's a need for us to be praying for them. Uh, you know, th- there's a great responsibility that those in ministry have. Um, those, those missionaries have, have, a, have a field to reach. That's not, a, that's not a human thing that they can do. It's not, it's not within their capacity. Um, those who are effective on the field, they do it by supernatural means. They really do. Um, those of us in ministry who, who perhaps pastor, you understand that, that I have the care for the, of the church. And I can't do that, honestly, church, without your prayerful support. And so as we think about these verses that, that Paul is writing to the, the church in Thessalonica, uh, may we just take some things, and, and I know I think I've taught this before, so um, bear with me tonight. If you've heard it, then, then just listen again, and maybe it's just a good reminder. All right, so Second Thessalonians 3, notice verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us. There it is, the, the Apostle Paul himself, greatly used of God. Uh, someone that, that we look at and he's written most of the New Testament, God entrusted him with the, 
the, the mystery of the church, the doctrines of the, the New Testament church. And yet here he is in inspired scripture asking for prayer. He's saying, finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not the faith. And so in those two, two verses really just encapsulates, I think, the desire of, of those in ministry and, and particularly missionaries uh, for our prayer and, and what we ought to be praying for. And so I just want to give you, I think, five things this evening about that, about praying for, for our missionaries, praying for those in ministry. And the first thing is, is mentioned there in verse one, uh, verse 1. It says, finally, brethren, pray for us. And notice the first thing, that the word of the Lord may have free course. And, and here we need to be praying that the message of the gospel will be heard freely and powerfully. And as I think about that, I'm just amazed at the the situation in the Philippines, just the, the freedom that, that people have to be able to proclaim the gospel. And it's almost like, it's almost at every place we went to, I think, we saw people saved. And, and you know, I was speaking to, to those men that I preached for. I was telling them that doesn't happen everywhere. It doesn't happen everywhere. It certainly doesn't happen here as we think about uh, Australia as a field. I don't see that everywhere that we go. And so what I was trying to intimate to them was this. Don't take it for granted because right here you have free course. Right here the Word of God has free course. And whether it was on the street or behind the pulpit, um, the message was being proclaimed powerfully and people were getting saved. And um, I don't think I exaggerate by saying that even that first weekend when the youth rallies were happening and and, uh, several of us uh, speakers were, were just sort of divvied around to different churches, I think the figure came back that about 750 people came to the to saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. 750 people. And that amazes me. And, and that sort of worries me that, that it does amaze me because we're speaking about the Word of God. But, but understand that part of, the, part of how we ought to pray for our missionaries is that the, 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 their message, the message of the gospel, the message of the word of God will be heard freely and powerfully. And, and just remember that the missionary, missionary is really just a man with a message from God, right? We, we sort of conceptualize missions as, as an overarching thing. We, we sort of throw in there, you know, the uh, humanitarian things and, and, and social things. But really, when it comes down to it, a true missionary is all about the gospel being preached. It's all about that. And I'm all for orphanages. I'm all for, for medical missions. I'm all for all of that that happens. But, but that ought to be, just in our thinking, a vehicle to get the, the gospel message through. And God did that. The Lord Jesus did that. He, 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 he dealt with physical needs of people. But, but always about impressing upon them the message of Him. And we need to be about that as well, church. And we need to have that mentality that, that as we hear about the activities of our missionaries, that, that what we're desiring from them is that the gospel message is being powerfully preached. And, and I think that as we, as we consider that, we ought to be praying. If that's the goal, why are we asking God for, uh, for that to be, to be the main thing, for that to be the, the reports that we hear, for that to be an encouraging thing? And 
And again, I was thinking about all of our different missionaries in different fields, and if every field is in a different season in the in the working of it. And I just believe right here in Australia, we're in a sowing time. We're just sowing the gospel, and we ought to do that as faithfully as if it was harvest time, by the way. But we ought to be praying for our missionaries and those in ministry that as part of what they're doing, the main thing is the main thing. That the, the gospel is being powerfully preached. That they, the word would have free course. That they're seeing people saved. We ought to, we ought to be praying because uh, that, that, that ought to be a desire for us that, that the, uh, the, uh, the missionaries and those in ministry are being encouraged by that. And, you know, him, the, 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 those other things, medical missions, humanitarian needs, they must not detract and distract from the main focus of giving the gospel to the lost. That they that that ought to not distract, and we ought to pray that that the word, the message of the gospel, will be heard freely and powerfully. And here's some practical ways we can do that. We ought to pray for governments to allow the gospel to be preached. Do you know? Did you know that not everywhere in the world is there freedom to preach the gospel? Did you know that? Did you know that that there's some places that are closed to missionaries coming in? And those are the places that, that we ought to be praying that the, the Lord in his, in, his, uh, in his ability, in His power, uh, either opens up or protects those who are preaching the gospel on the ground. And we ought to have that mentality. And, and we ought to pray that way. We ought to pray uh, for boldness and for opportunity for our missionaries to, uh, and our, those who minister to, to be able to reach people with the gospel. You know, it's an amazing thing when we pray for opportunity. I think about Brother Soren, how he's been testifying about the Pakistani ministry over there in Sri Lanka. And I know for many years that, that the Anru's all have been praying and those who partner with them, praying for more opportunity for the gospel there. And for that to be a place where the gospel can come forth. And it's amazing what opportunity will do. But opportunity doesn't come if we don't ask for it. If we're not praying. And if we're not asking for the gospel to be furthered then, then it won't happen. And, and we need to pray uh, for those areas that they minister in and those people to be responsive and receptive to the gospel message. And, and we're to pray that way. And, and you know, as a, even as a church, as we think about praying uh, for, for this ministry, we want to pray for the gospel to be powerfully given. We want to pray that way. And so he says there, finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course. And then also this that the Word of God may minister effectively. You know, it's a, the, the gospel message needs to be preached, but the, but the commission was also to teach. Matthew 28, 20, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, and you know, the, the, the great thing about, about the Word of God is it doesn't just, it doesn't just give the gospel. It, t- it teaches about all of doctrine and all of life. And yet, we ought to pray that, that the missionaries and minister, those in ministry not only have a powerful gospel, um, gospel to, to preach, but also that the Word of God may minister effectively. You see, the work of the missionary doesn't stop at the gospel. All right, the missionary is also to grow believers in the Word of God. Uh, what we call, commonly call this is discipleship. And, and there ought to be a mentality that, that we win the lost, but we also grow the saints. That we grow them in the faith. That's our mentality here. You know, for, if you, you've been saved recently, 
or if you've been saved that any amount of time, our desire is that you would go, you'd be discipled, that you would grow in the things of the Word of God. And it's no different in the field as it is here. It, it's, it's the same thing. And, and really, the greatest resource that the missionary has on the field is the Word of God. That's his greatest resource. And we ought to pray that, that they would have a, an entering in into the lives of those that they're ministering to, that they may minister the Word of God. If, even if you study that word minister, it almost always has to do with the, the, uh, the, the, the communicating of the Word of God. And ministry, it, it, real ministry is that way. Real, real ministry does not neglect the, the, the propagation of the Word of God to be taught in, in what we would commonly call discipleship. And you understand that, that it's the Word of God that changes lives. It's the Word of God that equips men and women uh, to then mature and carry out the work. And so we ought to pray that our missionaries, those in ministry, have a powerful uh, work of the Word of God, that they're ministering that effectively. Uh, see, the Word of God is the reason why missionaries start churches. Right? The, primarily, missionaries don't start orphanages. Although that's a good thing, we would all agree. Primarily, missionaries don't start Bible colleges. Primarily, missionaries don't start any other work. They start churches for the reason of this. The church is the pillar and ground of the truth. That's the vehicle that God chose to propagate the gospel, to propagate the Word of God. And so the Word of God, we need to pray that they have a strong ministry of teaching the Word of God effectively. And the church is a gathering of people who are to grow in the Word of God through the Word. And so here's some practical ways we can be praying. Pray for missionaries to have a great love for God's Word. Um, you know, many missionaries perhaps go through some sort of training program before they go to the field. But as you found out, Soren, as you headed over to Sri Lanka, you need it deeper. <laughs> as I found out as, we, as I got into the, the, the chair of the pastor, I need to get deeper in the Word. And I needed that. And, and that's, that's, the, that's the main calling there, uh, apart from the gospel, is to teach the Word of God. And so pray. We've we got to pray for our missionaries to have a great love for God's Word, have a great desire for it, to be, to, to, to be students of it. Pray for missionaries to grow in their knowledge of God's Word and ability to teach it, that they become more effective in their, in their cultural context, that they would understand how to effectively communicate it and the truths of it to those that they're ministering to. And then we need to pray for missionaries to discern what is Western culture and Bible teaching. And, and you know, there's, there's a big difference, obviously, in that. And so we need to pray that way. We need to pray that they, they have wisdom and discernment. We need to pray that as they, they give the Word of God, that they would give it in such a way that would affect and, and help those that are, they're ministering to. And so he says there, brethren, pray for us that the word of the, uh, of the Lord may have free course. And notice they didn't ask for money, first off. They asked that the word of God, their main thing, became, Paul's main thing stayed to be the main thing. And so the, 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 pray for the missionary to have a, a, a powerful gospel um, ministry, a, a, an effective ministry of the word. But then notice here, it says, and be glorified even as it is with you. And then notice verse 2. And that we may be delivered. 
from unreasonable and wicked men. We need to pray that the missionary is protected from wicked men. Uh, I think we, 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 we preached, I preached a couple of weeks ago on, on protective prayer. And we were thinking about Nehemiah there, how when he was trying to rebuild the wall, the, the idea was this, when the, when the wall started to go up, so did the enemies come up. And the enemies started to, Tobiah and, and Sanballat and all the, their crew started to then, um, then try to disrupt the work. And you know, that, that's no different in, in those, with those who, who are missionaries and those who minister and want to do something for God. Often, often the, the, those that want to disrupt the work come in. Sometimes grievous wolves come in. Sometimes those who have evil intent to, to even harm physically come in. And we need to have the mentality to pray. And, you know, I even think about uh, 1 Timothy where there's, there's, there's um, Alexander and Hymenaeus who were, who were trying, to, uh, trying to, to divide the church. And later on we see in 2 Timothy, Alexander the, the coppersmith there did me much evil, Paul said. The Lord reward him according to his works. And, and we understand that the, the gospel has great enemies. And so by extension, those who work in the gospel, those who work in this, in this vein, they also have great enemies. And it's always been the case that enemies come up when we're trying to do something for God. But you know what? Prayer puts a hedge about us. And it puts a, it puts a hedge about those that minister. We, we need to pray for the missionary to be protected physically. I often think about those many, many prayer letters that we got from the crows when they were, they were on the field. How, how so often, literally, there was tribal warfare happening in their, in their vicinity. And, you know, literally, we had to pray that, that there would be no spear attached to them. That they, they, would, be, they would be safe from all danger physical. And, you know, the, the, we need to pray that, that, that they're delivered from that. Pray for the missionary not to be discouraged through that. Not to get discouraged. Pray for their, for their wife. Pray for their children not to get discouraged. And, and it's interesting, the, there's, there's so much we can say about the missionary, but so often what we neglect to do is, is pray for their family. Pray for the wife uh, to, not to be discouraged. You know, one of the reasons why missionaries leave the field and, and, and ministers leave the work is cause, not because they're discouraged. Their spouse got discouraged. Their wife got discouraged. Their children got discouraged. And they leave because, because they've been attacked and they've been harmed. And then because of that, there's, there's no longer a light there. There's no, no longer someone. And, and we understand that we need to be praying for protection. Praying for protection from wicked men. Pray for the missionary to have wisdom in dealing with wicked men. You know, it's part and parcel of the ministry. How's that for good advertising to young people? It's part and parcel of it. You think about David. David dealt with wicked men the whole, his whole entire life. You think about how many times Saul tried to get him. But you know what was great about David? It was said about David was this, he behaved himself wisely. And uh, we need to pray for wisdom when, for our missionaries as they deal with those who are going to distract and who will destabilize the work. And, and just pray that way. And um, I'll, just, I'll just be a little candid with you. We're, we're here, church family. We're, we're all together. Just pray for Brother Patillo in that way. 
there have been disruptions in the world. There have been those who have tried to come in and divide the church. That's what he's dealing with right now. And just pray for, for them. Pray that he would have wisdom about that. Pray that he would be delivered from that. Pray that he would just trust God for, for, uh, for, the, for the unity of the, ch- of the church and the work there. And encourage him about that. And so just pray that, that, pray that the missionary is protected from wicked men. Then also that the missionary will have right relationships. All right, um, and, and really, as we think about this, don't, don't forget that a missionary has to deal with the same issues that we do. All right, a missionary's life is still made up of relationships, and so we ought to pray for his relationship with God. We ought to pray that, that he'd have a, a close walk with God, his relationship with his wife. We ought to pray that that, that would remain, um, remain sweet, that that would, that would be something that, that is, he, he's focusing on, that he's not losing focus on. His relationship with his children, that that won't be disrupted. You know, one of the heartaches that, that um, often as I travel around, pastors would share is just the, just the struggle they have with their children at times. It's not uncommon. It's very common. And there's a struggle. There's a, there's a, there's, and, and I was encouraging one particular pastor who's got some older, uh, older young people in, 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 his, uh, in his family now. And they're sort of starting to stretch their wings a little bit, and, and, and there's been some, some friction in the home. I was just encouraging him to, and reminding him that sometimes when we, we go, go do the work of God, it's, the, it's, it's those things that are inside the home that can, lend, uh, take, that can be used by, the, by the, the enemies of the gospel, by Satan himself, to disrupt the work. And that he ought to, he ought to just... He, and, and I gave him some things, and that just... In, my, in, in the time that we had. But, but just pray for relationship with, it, with children. Pray for relationship with fellow ministers. Um, you know, in, in most fields, they'll, they'll have, a, a, to some degree, those that he is ministering with in the church or, or surrounding churches. Pray that those kind of um, relationships are good. Pray for, pray for relationships with those in the church. Relationships with those who are lost. Relationship with the country that he was called to minister to. All of that. We need to pray for those right relationships. And then lastly, we need to pray for the needs of the missionary to be met. And you know, missionaries have needs too. Uh, you know, it was a blessing last, uh, last November when we headed over to the outback. It's just a, such a blessing. And we, we were with missionary Jim Heberly and his family. Uh, they've been in Australia for, for 12 years. Just, just plugging away there in the outback in the different towns. And I loved, um, I loved the, the spirit. Um, I didn't really do much as far as coordinating it. Uh, it was Brother Ben Manor from, from Faith Baptist who, who really did all of the heavy lifting that way, so to speak. But I loved his spirit in this. You know, he didn't just want to be there and have an experience. He wanted to be a blessing to those, that, uh, those missionaries there. And you know what he, he did? He challenged all of us to give a little extra so we can do some, something special for every one of their family members. And we got them something they wanted, not just something they needed. And I, I love that. We, we, we did the gospel work. We went in there and we worked hard. We, we walked all day. We, we spoke to people. We, we tried to bring people to church. We tried to, to uh, do all, the, all of the setting up. We, we did the running of the services and then we gave to them to meet some ministry needs. But you know what, what was special for them too? Was it was a blessing to them personally. 
And you know, missionaries, sometimes they just need a little bit of encouragement practically just by getting something they just want. And it was, it was great. Uh, I know that Mrs. Hebley, she wanted a soda stream. And that was such a big deal for her. You know, some of you have two or three at home. Right? She just wanted one. And it was, it, was, it was a great present for her. You know, I think James, he wanted a couple of Under Armour kind of things, um, uh, running gear, he's really fit. And then Lydia, I forget, you know, the ladies took care of that. Um, but, but it was just, it's just something personal for them to encourage them. And I thought that was a great thing, and it was, it was indeed a memorable thing for them. But it was just that touch of, like, we care about you. We care about your need. We don't just care about all that you do, we care about you. And that's when we get, when we get personal with those in, in ministry and those in missions, that's what we're communicating. When we send an email to them asking them how they are and if they need anything, that communicates that we really care about them. And that's important because they're part of the picture, aren't they? It's not just that the gospel won't be there without them being encouraged, without them continuing on. And we ought to pray that way. You know, when we, when we listen into our, our, our prayer points, I hope that you read between the lines. I hope that you listen in and you're, you're thinking, what, what do they need? What's, uh, what, what are they really trying to communicate? And they, had a, they, they have needs. And, and maybe it could be related to ministry. It could be they just need to, to grow in their language and communication. That's a need. Uh, maybe there's physical um, needs that they have. And maybe there's those personal desires like I spoke about, that something that will bless them personally. And they're not always going to tell you. They're probably, most of the time, they won't tell you unless you press them. But you know what we do sometimes? We don't want to press them. We're satisfied, aren't we? We're satisfied just hearing the generalities of ministry. Because really, really, when it comes down to it, we don't want to be personally involved. We just want to do our duty. But you know, the, the, we don't want to be that t- kind of Christian. We don't want to be that kind of church. We want to get in the trenches. We, we want to get personal with our missionaries. We want to know them. We want to know those. You know, when, whenever pastors come through, Maybe they're guest speakers. Maybe they're just passing through. They decide to visit our church that, that morning. We ought to make a big deal of it. You know, you know uh, the pastors locally, they're not less than the missionaries on the field, by the way. They're not less. It's just that God told them to go here rather than over there. And so we ought to, we ought to, we ought to, we ought to treat them well. We, we shouldn't just ignore them. We should ask how they are. And then we should pray for them personally. We ought to care. And, you know, as, um, as, as, as I think about it, all of this, there's much of this that I need to apply myself. But we ought to pray for our missionaries. Pray that the, the message of the gospel will be heard freely. Pray that the, the, the ministry of the word is effective. Pray that they're delivered from wicked men. Pray for their relationships, that, that, that w- those would be right, those would be good. And then pray for their, their, those needs and, and maybe even those personal desires that they might have. And you know what? If, if, if you pray, you know what will happen? God might burden you to provide for that need. And maybe that's why we don't pray. 
just in case it's us. Maybe God will burden you for that field they're in. And maybe you'll personally invest or maybe even personally go. But I think we're afraid of that. And uh, I want to challenge you to pray for, for the, the, the missionaries. Pray for our missionaries. Pray, pray for them. Uh, pray for those in ministry. Uh, many of you travel. You'll, you'll meet several different people through the years you travel. Many of you travel through Australia, travel to, to different places, and you'll often go and be a guest in a church. Don't forget those who, who were standing there that day preaching. Don't forget them. Pray for them. Um, this, this week I met some, some of the, just some great saints of the Lord, just some great pastors, just some great missionaries that just, just that really, I, I thought about them today. And I just thought, boy, I'm, I'm so much less than them. And they're just, they're, they, they just, they're just choice saints, choice servants. And I was thinking about them and, and um, been trying to keep in touch with them, a few of them. I was uh, thinking about their kids today. And I, I messaged a couple of their, their children. One of the churches had their church anniversary just this past Sunday. So I was just messaging them, how did that go? Um, they were telling me they, they saw this many saved, and it was great. We had, and they were like, we're really tired today. I'm like, yeah, me too. And we're just chatting away there. And, but just care, and then pray. Pray for them. Pray, pray as they minister, and pray that the Lord will use them in a mighty way. All right, let's pray. Father in heaven, we come before you, and thank you again, Lord God, for all that you do for us. Lord, you indeed are a gracious and merciful God. And as we come together tonight, thank you, Lord, for the time of prayer. Thank you that we have the ability, Lord, to, to come before you freely as your children. And Father, so often we, we pray for our needs and we desire that others pray for us. But Lord, often we neglect those who, who you've called in different places. And I pray that you'd help us, Lord, to have a greater burden for them. Help us, Lord, to have a greater prayer life for them, dear God. I pray that you just would, would bless each one, uh, Lord, as they minister in their place. I pray that you'd be glorified. And I pray that you'd help us, Lord, to be that kind of church, the kind of Christian that would care much for them. And we pray and ask these things in Jesus' name.